Healing your relationship with food energizes you to step into your most joyful life. Whether you're attracting an abundance of clients or playing with your baby on the floor, we believe that healing your relationship with food is the foundation on which you build your most joyful life. If food is taking up your time and mental space, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Joyful Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Joyful Podcast. I was talking to a friend last weekend and she shared that she feels like there is this current culture of, or thread of messaging out there right now along the lines of, you don't need to do anything. You don't need to change yourself. You're great just the way you are. And she continued to say that this kind of landed with her because she was wanting to do some meal planning, but felt like, oh no, I don't, but been putting it off because she thought, oh no, I don't want to be restrictive. But then found that when she tried to have flexibility, she would find herself maybe working through lunch and not eating lunch or finding herself grazing all day and then eating, you know, all the peanut butter pretzels later rather than having a meal. And this kind of, we continued this kind of conversation and she shared that she had another friend who was, she was talking to who wanted to go to the gym more consistently, but felt like in this culture, she would hear things from her friends or people around her. Like when she said, Hey, I want to go to the gym more consistently. They'd be like, Oh no, you don't need to go to the gym. You're perfect the way you are. You don't need to change anything. And so if this resonates with you, like you feel like you want something to change, but you don't want to do it in a restrictive way. And also maybe in this kind of culture where you get this messaging, like you don't need to change, there's nothing wrong with you. And yet still having this yearning for change or feeling for change, or maybe even feeling unsure of how to go about or stick with that change. And I want to preface this whole episode by saying, first of all, if you're having any of these feelings or if you're hearing this, like that you want to change and you feel like um, people are saying that there's nothing wrong with you, I want you to know that there truly is nothing wrong with you and that you absolutely are worthy no matter what you what actions you take or what you are doing. You are inherently worthy no matter what you do or do not do. But in a world where healthy eating and exercise seems to have masked a disordered relationship with food and exercise in the sense that what our culture considers to be healthy exercise or healthy eating habits might actually be disordered eating sometimes when we when we've lived in this culture and maybe we're starting to recognize that we can swing to the other side of okay i don't want to be disordered but i i do want to make a change in my life And I'm trying to change something and I don't want to be disordered or restrictive. When we're trying, you know, to stray away from being disordered or restrictive, it is easy to swing to the other side of why bother or I don't need to change anything. I'm perfect the way I am, which again, you are. So if you are trying to find this fine line or this balance of, 
I want to change, but I also don't want to do it in a disordered or restrictive way. And I'm just not really sure, like, what to do. Here are three mindset shifts to approach making changes to your habits. So the first is having a growth mindset. And I love this because learning and growth, I believe, should be lifelong. We don't stop learning and growing after school. Can you imagine if after high school you'd stopped deciding to learn and grow? You probably wouldn't know how to do taxes or how to, you know, do an online grocery order or how to find the the best Italian restaurant in your neighborhood. Having a growth mindset is a great thing and there doesn't have to be something wrong with you in order to change. You absolutely are worthy and you're also absolutely worthy of change if that's what you want. There doesn't have to be something wrong with you in order to change. And first of all, like I said before, I want you to know that there is nothing wrong with you. You are inherently worthy and changing your actions or external circumstances won't change that. And the second part to this is that it's okay to desire change. It's okay to want to learn, to grow, to better yourself. This is human nature. Lifelong learning actually improves your brain and mental health so that you can live a rich and meaningful life. Research shows that mental activity can slow or reverse age-related cognitive and memory decline. Having new experiences is an important factor in forming new connections in the brain and strengthening nervous system links. For example, learning a new language has been associated with an increase in density of gray matter in the brain. The reason that I share this is because we can learn something new or change something, not because there's something wrong with us, but because we want to enrich or enhance our lives as well as our long-term health. And when we approach change from a lens of wanting to improve ourselves rather than trying to fix ourselves, it's much more empowering because you're doing it because you want to, not because you feel like you should. So for example, for the person who wanted to have a more consistent exercise routine, when they were met with the comments of, you don't have to change anything. If you're thinking of it from a perspective of, I want to improve myself, that comment of, there's nothing wrong with you, you don't have to change, is irrelevant because you're doing so because you want to improve yourself, because you care about yourself. In the case of exercise, there are so many benefits to exercise that have nothing to do with having to change yourself or what you look like. For example, exercising improves learning and memory. It increases your muscle strength, your bone density, improves mood and improves your sleep. All amazing benefits that can help you learn and grow and help you better yourself that have nothing to do with there being something wrong with your having to change what you look like. The second mindset shift is to recognize the intention of this change. Does this change that you are hoping for align with your bigger picture of your life? 
I want you to pause and reflect. Why do I want to make this change? Just take a moment and, and think. I want you to identify if this is coming from an external source. Is it because someone else told you to? Is it because I see someone else doing this and I think they're successful, so maybe I should do it too? Is it because you saw it on TikTok? Is it coming from some external source? Or is it coming from your internal source? Is this something that you feel drawn towards? Does this align with your greater vision and goals for yourself? Do you want to make this change for yourself because you want to? Is it something that might be hard, but it fills your cup or makes you feel good? Or is it something that takes time, but might give you more time or focus when you need it? And the reason that this is so important is it can be really easy to be distracted by shiny object syndrome. You know, the next cool, exciting, fun thing comes up and maybe you forget about this thing that you wanted. And that's why it's important to have your recognize and have this desire coming from within because when the going gets tough when something else exciting happens you want to make sure that you are in it for the long haul and that this is where you truly want to go and this is truly going to serve you the people in your life and improve your life for the long term oftentimes when something comes from an external source it can come along with an all or nothing mentality And an all or nothing mentality looks like I'm doing this perfectly, I'm all in, or I'm not doing it all. Either I'm on the wagon or I'm off the wagon. And this is a really common mentality and something that we break down and go much deeper in in Recipe for Confidence. But when we live in this all or nothing, this black and white way of thinking, we set ourselves up for failure because life happens and we can't always be on the wagon things are never going to go perfectly and when they don't we might say screw it why bother at all why did i even try and that is why i want you to consider where this behavior or this desire is coming from because when it's coming from an external source it's easy to fall into this black and white thinking and throw everything away when things get tough But when your desire comes from within, when it is truly aligned with your vision, with your highest good for your life, then you have a deeper reason, a deeper why driving you. Something within is helping you get up when life knocks you down. So using this example of going to the gym consistently here, If the desire to go to the gym is coming from this is something I should be doing, this might be a journey of going to the gym five days in a row for two weeks. And then on the third week, you have to miss the gym one day because you have a work party or something. And then maybe you miss another day because, oh, well, you know, you've already missed one this week. And you think, you know, because I've missed two already, I've almost missed half the week. I why bother i don't even like going to the gym anyways and that's a whole nother story it's like why again coming back to this why if you don't even like going to the gym this is maybe not the right goal for you so this is what that 
might look like to have this desire come from an external source and coupled with an all or nothing thinking mentality. At first, it looks like, wow, I'm so committed. You know, I'm going to the gym so many times. I'm going every day. But when you really look at it and you zoom out, you've only gone 10 days to the gym out of 365. And again, that is not for waste. That is not, you know, doesn't count. But overall, you can see that is not the way to build a consistent habit. Compare this to a mentality of having this desire come from within. Using the the gym example again, I want to go to the gym because I enjoy it, because it makes me feel good. It's a time where I get to disconnect, have some time for myself, blow off some steam, and really, you know, get to be in my focus and in my flow. Maybe it means that I have more concentration and energy during the day after, and I sleep better at night. When you have this mindset of doing something that you are adding to your life in a way that is meaningful and move away from an all or nothing mentality, you're gonna feel excited to go to the gym. And even if you don't feel excited every day, you're gonna be going because you know you feel so much better afterwards. And even if you miss a day or a few weeks, it doesn't matter because all the benefits that you felt weren't for nothing. And you can continue to reap the benefits of feeling good. And in this circumstance, maybe it appears to be less consistent because maybe you go a couple days in a row and then you take, you know, a few days off, you miss a few days, and then maybe you go a week in a row and then you take a week off. So it looks maybe less consistent, but when you zoom out and you look at the whole year, you are showing up more consistently in the long term than that 10 days in a row where you went really hard and never went back again. And this, the reason this is so important is because it is really easy to get caught up in this all or nothing, this black or white thinking, and then we miss out on the consistency, we miss out on the benefits, and we miss out on the why we are doing this. So this again comes back to this, what is your intention? What is your why? Is this even something you really want? Is this something you even like? And that is why coaching is so valuable. You get feedback and support in real time so that you can build sustainable habits that feel good. What this really means is that you can see change in a way that is meaningful to you. And the third shift is that wanting to improve your eating or exercise habits is not always restrictive. The reason that I bring this up and the whole topic about this is I feel like it's a very common misconception with intuitive eating. That intuitive eating is, oh, it's fine, just eat whatever you want. It doesn't matter anyways. You wanna get back into exercising, you don't need to do that. That's restrictive. And it can feel like exercising, meal planning, or wanting to add specific nutrients to your diet can feel restrictive, like it's a slippery slope. And it absolutely can be a slippery slope if you don't have the tools or you haven't done the work to first build a solid foundation of trust with your body and a healthy relationship with food. Let me explain. The reason that intuitive eating is different is that it does allow you to eat and truly enjoy foods. It is not a restrictive approach to nutrition, but you're also learning to build a two-way communication with your body 
And a large emphasis of intuitive eating is honoring and respecting your body. And the last principle of intuitive eating is gentle nutrition. The process of intuitive eating is kind of like looking at an old rundown house and renovating it. If you have a foundation, perhaps with lots of cracks in it, putting up new floors might temporarily make the place look nice, but over time, the foundation might shift and you might have some misaligned floors or a real structural and safety problem. On the other hand, if you looked at the house and thought, ah, there's nothing wrong with it. It's got character. You don't need to change anything. You're right. You're absolutely right. The house does have character. It is inherently beautiful, but that doesn't mean that you don't have to change anything. It might be in the best interest for the longevity of the house and your safety to fix the foundation. In this case, you have to dismantle the foundation of the house, which isn't easy work. But then once you have that solid foundation, you can work on adding things to the house that you feel good about. The same thing happens with intuitive eating. Once you've peeled back all the layers and started to build a foundation of trust with your body and worked on your relationship with food, from there, then you absolutely can add things to your life that feel good and are in alignment with your goals. And this is what we call gentle nutrition. It is gentle nutrition is kind of like the paint and the flooring. It's the things that add to the house. Let me give you an example. Um, last week I was talking to a client and she shared that she was curious about adding a protein powder to a shake before going to the gym. And she wasn't sure if this is part of intuitive eating, like it could feel like a slippery slope because protein powders are often associated with diet culture. But here's the thing. This client had been working on learning to trust her body for the past three months and had built already a solid foundation of consistent meals and snacks, of listening and trusting her body. She already had the foundation. So we discussed how she could add things like perhaps a protein powder into what she was already doing in a way that works for her. In this example with the protein powder, had this person not done this work with the foundation of a relationship with food, adding protein powder might not have been the next best step for her in making this change because perhaps she was not getting enough nutrition consistently or did not have that trust with her body in order to add this thing. It would have been like putting a brand new floor in on a house with a uneven foundation. So overall, you can see that, yes, there may be a culture of it doesn't matter. You're fine. You don't need to change anything. And you can also want to change and change learning and growth is a good thing when it comes from a healthy place, from a solid foundation of a good relationship with food, and when it comes from within. So in the example of the person who said that they wanted to have a consistent exercise routine, I don't know this person, so I would have much more questions for them, but I would say, yes, there is nothing wrong with you. You're right. And you can still desire to make a change. There absolutely is a way that you can build healthy habits like going to the gym consistently in a way that sticks and feels good to you. If building healthy habits that are sustainable and that support your long-term health, 
is something that you're curious to learn more about. The next round of Recipe for Confidence, a 12-week nutrition coaching program to help you build trust with your body and eat intuitively, will be starting at the end of July. To save time and see if it might be a good fit for you, I invite you to click the link below and book a complimentary discovery call. Thank you so much for being here and we'll see you on the next episode.